It's, uh, it's really, really good to be back. We have missed you guys terribly. It's been five months since we've been here. Uh, we've had a lot going on, um, and I just want to kind of give you guys a little overview where we've been the last five months. As you know, we brought that precious little girl home on July 4th. Uh, we spent the night of July 3rd with her in the hospital, and we've been in love with her ever since. Um, as all of you know, most people have nine months to prepare for a baby. I think we had four or five days, maybe, if that. Um, so it was a little crazy. All of a sudden, overnight, our lives completely changed. Uh, all of a sudden, we have to learn what it means to have a baby in the house, to change diapers, to make bottles. I had to learn how to put clothes on a baby. Um, and uh, we definitely learned what it means to have lack of sleep. Um, a uh, coworker of mine joked and said, we're not just getting a baby, we're getting an alarm clock. Um, but it has been uh, a joy to have her in our lives um, and to be able to take care of her. And I cannot tell you how thankful we have been for all of you. Because you guys have just completely supported us over the last five months. Even though we've not been able to be here to see you week in and week out, you guys have done so much. The gifts... And the gift cards for the shower were just amazing. It has helped so much. And we cannot thank BJ and Megan enough for all the hand-me-downs from Allie. It has been great. Nick and Taryn have been a big help. Melissa actually babysits her uh, every day during the week. And they're not here, but I hear Mark has taken quite the attachment to the little girl. Um, All three of us, we had COVID in September. That was quite an experience Thank you to all of you who reached out uh, during that time. Robert, George, Carrie, thank you for the food. It was very much appreciated. Charles, thank you for coming and mowing our grass. It was such a big help, and I'm sure I'm leaving people out, uh, but you guys have been so great. It is so wonderful to have a church family who cares and loves us. We started this journey, and we were excited, and we were nervous as well, but we knew we had Brother Paul there right beside us. I mean, after all, he's DCBS, he knows everything that's going on, and we're going to have him right there beside us. And of course, all that changed in October. (laughs) Um, The last three months has been trying for this church. We've been through a lot. I've been in contact with a lot of you. um, But what has been great is to see how we have banded together to say that a pastor does not make a church. And that has nothing against Brother Paul at all. But what it is saying, it's a testament to this church that we know that we put our faith in God and God alone. It doesn't matter who is in this pulpit. We trust in God. We took a big step of leaving the United Methodist Church. We had no idea what was going to happen, but we knew then and we still know now that we are following God and His plan for this church. I spoke with Brother Paul the other day on the phone for about 30 minutes, uh, and I'm pretty sure he's going to talk to us later today, uh, but he is sounding really good, guys. You would not have known he was someone who just had a heart transplant just a few days before that. And I know all of us, we can't wait to see him back here in a few months. So that brings us to today, December 19th, 2021. It's almost Christmas, almost a new year. If you would turn in your Bibles with me to the Gospel of John, chapter 1. John, chapter 1. We're going to be talking this morning about what Christmas is all about. And I've got to put in there, Charlie Brown. Our main focus this morning is going to be on John 1.14, but I want to read verses 1 through 18 to give us the context for our passage this morning. So if you will, please stand with me for the reading of God's Word. John 1, beginning in verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. 
All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through Him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This is he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, and grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's right side. He has made him known. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for this time, Lord, where we can come and worship in your house, Lord to talk about the true meaning of Christmas and what you've done for us so many years ago and what you continue to do for us each day. Father, I pray that you give me the words to say and that your spirit will speak to us this morning. In your name, amen. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Those have to be quite possibly the most impacting words in all of Scripture. It's the true meaning of Christmas. It's what Christmas is all about. God came to live with us. Now, why is that such a big deal? Why should that be our focus of Christmas? Why am I not reading today out of Luke chapter 2 or Matthew chapter 1 or Matthew chapter 2? Now, don't get me wrong. I love those passages. Those are the classic Christmas passages, and actually we will be looking at those later. But Christmas is so much more than a baby lying in a manger with Mary and Joseph standing by taking care of him. It's more than shepherds and it's more than wise men. It's so much more than that. It's not about the lights, though I definitely love Christmas lights. We took Grace to a Santa's, what's it called, Santa's Corner, whatever it is down in Bowling Green. She loved the lights. I love Christmas lights. It's not about the music. And let's be honest, there's nothing better than Christmas music. It's not about the movies. And I love all the movies. We watch Rudolph, Frosty, The Miser Brothers. Yes, I sing along. We watch A Muppet's Christmas Carol, which is my favorite, A Christmas Story, All Day, Christmas Day, and all of those classics. It's not about family, though family is certainly an important part of Christmas. It's not about presents. Of course, who doesn't like getting those? It's not about parades. It's not about dinners. It's not about parties. It's not about any of those things. Not that there's anything wrong with any of those things. Those are all great and wonderful things. And I love that, those things about this time of year. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. What did it mean for Christ to become flesh? What did it mean for uh, Him to live on this earth as we do? What does it mean for Him to not only live here as we do, but to live here perfectly as we cannot do. First, it means that Christ had the same experiences that we did. It says in Hebrews 4.15, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, 
yet without sin. Christ came to show us how to live. He showed us how to do it. Now, we fail. He showed us what it means to be holy, and we are certainly not holy. It's something I fail at every single day, something we all fail at every single day. But He did not come to boast in that holiness. He didn't come to lord it over us and say, hey, look, I'm holy. What's wrong with you people? No, He came to live as we did, to be tempted as we are, but to make it through it. He sympathizes with our weaknesses. That's what the verse says. He sympathizes with our weaknesses. He understands. He gets it. He knows what we go through. Now, he doesn't approve when we fail. He doesn't condone it. But he understands it and where we are and where we come from and what our condition is. And he intercedes for us. In Hebrews 5.1, it says, For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sin. And isn't that exactly what he did? He offered the ultimate sacrifice. He came and gave himself as a sacrifice for us. He acts in the best interests of the elect of God. He takes care of us. And that's what we celebrate at Christmas. At Christmas, we, came to, we come to celebrate what Christ did for us. He suffered and died on the cross. He was beaten. He was mocked. He was bruised. He was rejected. Isaiah writes in chapter 53, starting in verse 4, Surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But He was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities. Upon Him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with His wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to His own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep as before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. And they made his grave with the wicked, and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence. There was no deceit in his mouth, yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days, and the will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, be made to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities." Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Christ intercedes for us. Think about that for a second. The very God that we sin against every day, he goes to the Father and says, You know what? I've got David covered. I've got Joe covered. I've got Charles covered. I've got you covered. There with me. He took our place. He bore an excruciating, unbearable death on the cross for you and for me. That's what Christmas is truly about. We celebrate His ultimate victory on Christmas as well. Yeah, we celebrate the resurrection on Easter. But that event could never have happened if He hadn't come here in the first place to be born as a human on this earth to save a sinful people from their sin. 
He came down from the glory of heaven to live here on this sin-entrenched earth among a people who would deny Him and crucify Him. He was their Savior. He was the one that they had waited for for centuries, that they had been looking for, and they missed it. They did not know Him. They crucified Him. Church, what we need to understand today is that Christmas is so much more than just the birth of our King. Christmas is the beginning of God's plan of salvation being put into action. It is the gospel itself. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. When we look at Christmas in that light, the Christmas story has so much more meaning, so much more depth, and so much more hope. Luke chapter 2, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told to them concerning this child. And all that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had seen and heard as it was told unto them. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. What a great story. What a great story the Christmas story is for us today and for us every day. Church, this is what Christmas is all about. This is why we celebrate. And on this Christmas day, and in fact on every day, we should be singing just like the angels. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill to men, worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Church, every day should be a gospel day. We don't think about the gospel enough. I don't think about the gospel enough. If I did, I'd be a better person. If we all thought about the gospel enough, we'd all be better people. But praise be to God, we have a Savior who is kind, who is patient with us. He understands our weaknesses. And that Savior that wonderful Savior, our God, our Savior, Jesus Christ. He is what Christmas is all about. Not just Him as a baby, Him. Who He is now, 
who he is today, who he was yesterday, who he will always be. That is what we celebrate at Christmas, the Savior of the world. And he deserves our full worship, just as the Magi recognized so long ago in Matthew 2. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, the wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means the least among the rulers of Judah. For you shall come as a ruler." who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go, search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. And they saw the star, and they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. What gifts do we bring Christ this Christmas? In what ways will we worship him? These, these wise men coming from afar, they had no reason to worship him. They weren't Jews. They, he wasn't their king as far as they were concerned, but they recognized he was much more than just king of the Jews. And they worshiped him. We can never worship him enough. We can never do too much. In fact, we can never do enough to show how much he actually deserves. These are the things that we should remember at Christmas, church. This is what Christmas is all about. Let us make sure that in this season and in every season that we are proclaiming Christ and His gospel and the good news of His salvation to all people. We're going to pray and then Joe will come and lead us in a closing song. Father, we just thank You, Lord, for what Christmas is. We thank You for what Christmas is all about, Lord, that You came into this earth to save us wretched humans from our sin, Lord. Father, may we never forget what you have done for us. May we proclaim it from the rooftops every day, Father. That you will be king of our lives, Lord. And king in this world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.